What's up, listeners? This week's pod is the Rookie Show 101. Coin and I will pitch our ideas for entry-level courses that everyone should take. Next, we know you're dying to hear how our fantasy teams are doing, so we'll give out some awards on that front. Of course, we'll give out Week 15 Bookie Show picks, including hashtag TeaserNightFootball and Toto Underdog picks. Lastly, Stumptown. Then we out. Let's do it. Oh, yes. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the sound of a couple crisp beers being cracked. And this is the sound of your favorite podcast, The Ricky mm-hmm. Show. Mm-hmm. Got a little. Hey. Got a little beer on my screen there. there Welcome go. back, everybody, to the Rookie Show. I am one of your hosts, Travis Knoll. Joining me, as per usual, Mister Five Hundred Three himself, mm-hmm. aka the Elv on the Shelf. Ah, uh, pretty good. A uh, what nice. up, coin? <laughs> thank you. I actually don't know if I've heard that one before. Yeah, just it's not bad, Noel. Yeah, thank you. The first Noel. Oh, what up? No, I actually should be saying the second null. That was actually the third. third. That was actually the third. That's true. The third null. It's pretty good. Oh, what up, null? Starting off with a bang. Good start to Mm -hmm. the pod so far. Uh, Beautiful, beautiful melody you gave me there. It was actually, so it was actually already headed this direction while avid listener Quinn Mahoney texted me um, about a tie he was wearing and a possible joke. And he was wondering, have you ever had a Christmas BLT? What is a Christmas BLT? It's a regular BLT, but with no L. Mm. <laughs> All jokes aside, the L is the most <laughs> overrated part of the BLT. <laughs> so I would like a Christmas BLT. Yeah, 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 yeah. A BT, a big timber. A big timber. I was telling somebody this weekend that my podcast host and someone's like you guys from the same town i'm like no i'm from big fork montana (laughs) and he's from big timber montana and the person was like you made those names up those are not (laughs) real names of towns in montana i'm like oh no they are and they're not uh, to be confused with big sandy or uh (laughs) (laughs) there's gotta be one more there are other bigs uh big i want to look it up Um, how are you doing, Coin? No, I'm doing pretty dang great. Gotta say, it's like the, the weather's turning a little bit here, so it's getting to a uh, depressy season. Mm, rainy, you know, rainy, poor yeah, rainy season. season here. People get all sad and gray. Doesn't affect me too bad, uh, but I know for most it does. And uh, other than that, like today, it was kind of sunny. It was great, great respite. I mean, I just makes me enjoy the sunny days even more. Yeah, it's nice. See, there you go. It's all about your attitude, Portlandia. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay, Quinn, what might you be drinking this evening? I'm glad you asked, Noel. I have for you this evening another new beer. Mm. I have for you the Elysian Skull Rock. Mm. It is a Nordic-style pale ale. And I'll read you the little blurb on the back. How's that? Please do. Behold, Skull Rock, the bearer of the mighty Kvike yeast, a strong performance of malts, and hops gives this beer a moderately sweet, slightly bitter, and subtly tart taste. But the real star in this group is the Kvike. This special yeast strain gives our Nordic pale ale 
a well-balanced flavor and a citrus forward aroma that is unforgettable. Just plunge into the mosh pit and see for yourself. Mm. Um, I like that. It's just a black and white can. It is. I mean, yeah. but I kind of like, like it's kind of got some um, like death metal poster vibes. Sure. I would call it. If that's, that. if that's, if that makes sense. No question. Um, and at the top of it, it's a little ribbon that says, remember the end is beer, which I kind of like. Um, overall, I would say that the beer is not that great. I don't mm. really like it very much. It's definitely a little sweeter than I was ready for. Okay. And I don't know if I was into that, but it's not bad. It's just not, I don't really want to have like three of these in a row. Sure. I got you. Skull Rock. Okay. It's, it was mm-hmm. a Nordic sounding name. The way mm-hmm. it was spelled, the R-O-K yeah. at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, what do you got, Noel? I noticed we neither of us going with labeled beers today, which is nice. We got the solid can. Um, yep, 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 yep. Cans. I'm going with uh, the Three Floyds Brewing Laser Snake uh, IPA. Hell yeah. It's a very uh, intense laser snake. It's like a it's like a cobra, and it's got a bunch of lasers attached to its freaking head. It and does have that. It's got it's laser got some, beams. Uh, kind of a... Uh like a Gyarados kind of mm, thing going on there. It is same colors as Gyarados. Um, three Floyds is the same as the, what was the one? I I did a three Floyds recently, but anyway, yeah, pretty good beer, pretty popular beer here around Chicago. It's in, uh, I think it's in Indiana or something. Yeah. Munster, okay. Indiana. So there you go. I like that. Yeah. Laser so three Floyds be turning out some good cans. Mm-hmm. They do a nice job. I like that. I did notice on the rookie show beers account, very solid, a uh, couple labels from last week. Yeah, a lot really of going on. Good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's cool to well see done. him. Uh, shouts Quinn Mahoney again. Uh, like laid out and not on a beer, just like as a square. It adds mm-hmm. some new perspective to them. So, mm-hmm. any Hoosiers? Any thoughts on beers for your week? Pretty low beer week, I would say, which was uh, kind of nice. Actually, we took we took Friday night off and just chilled inside and watched Succession. Um, are you a succession guy? Yes. Are you all the way caught up? Yes. Okay. We can talk about success. We'll have a succession pod when I'm done. I'm almost there. We the are last through... episode is good. I've, I've heard this last couple. Uh, we are through season three, episode five. So okay. we only have four more to go. Got it. Um, and then Friday or Saturday night, we had a lovely little, the three couples that usually hang out. We did a nice little, uh, cookie decorating and white elephant and huh. game night. Huh. It was lovely um and then it's you know those nights in where you're just kind of drinking with everybody it can drink a lot and not really ever get that messed up because uh i just don't have that much energy going on mm. blood's not pumping so just blood's not pumping we kind of were stagnant. switching back and forth we had some you know apple pie moonshine then we we're making these vodka pomegranate liquor things and then i was also making rum and cokes and then i was switching back to beer shotgun to beer and then back to the rum and cokes it was the best part is somehow, some way, I wasn't really hung over on Sunday at all. It was yeah. amazing. Good for yeah. you. Yeah. What a weekend. Mm-hmm. Did you play that walrus game? I did play that. Oh, yeah. Thank you for reminding me. So my gift into the uh, white elephant was this game called the business walrus. Had you, and I asked you, had you heard of it before? No, but actually the day after you showed me that, I saw it in Target. It was the first time I'd seen it. Mm-hmm. Did you read the back of it? Nope. Yeah. So pretty right up our alley. It's just a, it's like a shark tank style game Mm. with like a little bit of drinking involved, obviously. And then, so you draw a card, one person is the business walrus. And so they draw a card and everybody gets the same prompt. 
kind of thing. And then from that prompt, they have cards in their hands and they can play one that they want their product to be like part of as you pitch the business walrus, but there's like a wrinkle, like the business walrus draws one extra card and either it's all play, like everybody has to meet this criteria or you can just give it to one specific person as a challenge. It's, it's pretty good time. I will say it's a long game, mm. very long, a lot of deliberation and stuff, questions between everybody, but uh, it was fun. I enjoyed myself. I'm into long games for sure. Mm-hmm. We played uh, at phase 10, I think it was, uh, which was a card game that Katie and I had played together, just the two of us. And it's a very quick game. And then we played it at Thanksgiving with like seven people. And it took like three hours. Didn't realize mm-hmm. that it was quite the long game. Now, granted, this is not like a thinking strategic game like the walrus or whatever. It's just a straight up card game, but it took three <laughs> hours. Anyway, oh my god, I digress. Um, nice. For my beer, anything else for beers? Nope, that's it. You're good. Friday had beers with coworkers. Um, and most notably, I just wanted to bring something up. Went out, had um had some bar food, and mm-hmm. Katie and I ordered our own uh entrees, also wanted to get an app. So we got what was called nacho bites. Sounded pretty good. They come out. What it is is just nachos but they've perfectly proportioned each nacho and they're just like nicely laid in a circle around the plate. So every single nacho has the exact same proportions. All have meat and cheese. All have guacamole. Obviously there's a, I think you should leave uh, mm-hmm. comments in here, but really I just want to get your opinion because I get the traditionalist side. Katie was, Katie was kind of against the nacho bites. She says kind of the, uh, I think the allure of nachos is you're picking and choosing and it's kind of a fun shared thing. I kind of went the other way. I think you don't even have to think about your nachos and you're getting everything and every bite. I mean, it's probably, you're probably not getting bang for your buck because it takes them longer to make and you don't get mm-hmm. as many, but I'll take nacho bites any day. Your thoughts. Uh, I, I think we talked about this before. I honestly, I'm pretty nacho averse. Like I don't really order nachos. Ever. Me neither. It's, it's kind of messy. I'm never really that satisfied with the bite of chip I'm getting. However, if you're saying that you're going to prepare each chip for me, mm-hmm. like we're, we're talking, here we go. Okay. The only Good. thing I would say would be better. So was it just open face chip with stuff on top? Yes. How would you feel if it was like, like inside of a tortilla that they had deep fried or something? So it was like sealed up in there. You'd have to, you'd have to, I'd have to taste it and try it before I agree to it because I'm, I'm picturing just like a sandwich with two tortilla chips and that's Basically. just a lot of messiness, like just too much crumbling, but if it was well, like, more of a like pocket an egg roll, like an mm. egg roll kind of thing. Sure. I think you're yeah. then getting into an entirely different thing potentially, that's but cool. I would be much more into that thing. So yes, I would order your thing before I ordered my thing. Hell yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> he lives there then. I'm glad that uh, uh, glad you brought that up though. That's yeah. Please obviously. didn't realize that send was us, a thing. Send us any kind of appetizer comments, concerns. Any any listener has, we're happy to hear them. It's a very it's a passion point for us. We probably should do an appetizer's draft sometime. Huh? Didn't we? We've done we? something like that. Maybe that was just the build a bar thing where we talked about build a bar. I think we've done apps, but we could do a we could do apps. We could do more. Apps. Okay. Okay. Endless apps. Yeah. All right, coin. Moving on. Uh, was that your but, only beers thing for the weekend? Yeah, it was. I didn't okay. have much. I did Good. have beers on Friday night. Had had nice. beers most of the afternoon and evening. So it was nice. You've been hanging out with your coworkers a lot. Are you making new friends? I do have a good amount of friends. I got friends from now that I've been on a couple of jobs. I got my current 
job friends. So I actually went, hung out and drank with my current job friends, then went and drank with some old job friends at a different bar. Ah, um, so I'm really getting around. Friends, and man. on next week, I've got a happy hour with some other job friends that I did not hang out with last week. So just wow. I got lots of job friends. Man, look at all these job friends. Lots of job friends. And we have our <laughs> Christmas party in January where all of my job friends will be together and it's going to be a great time. This is actually how this the Jobs family talks to each other, too. They're like, look at these job friends over here. And they invite people Steve over Jobs? for dinner. <laughs> yeah, Steve Jobs. It's like, we're having job friends dinner. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. All right, moving on, Coin. We yeah. reached episode number 100 last week. A- which makes this episode 101. Ooh. This is Rookie Show 101. As show 101. Listener who just, I guess, can't get enough. Shout outs. Quinn Mahoney pointed out. Unlimited. I wish we had counted shout outs from the beginning. Uh, we should have a rookie show shout out account. Quinn, please get on that. <laughs> please start tallying shout outs next. Uh, <laughs> so 101 obviously lends itself to uh, college courses, entry level courses, mm-hmm. you know, True. learning True. something, a new skill. Mm-hmm. And so among our brainstorming, we decided we are going to pitch some entry level courses that I guess I was thinking you'd you'd give to freshmen at college. Is that kind of the way you do it? Yeah, freshman really. at college or just kind of any just whoever general intro program. Who wants to learn something? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Fair yeah. enough. So that's about it. We've got a bunch of classes for you. So anything else to add? No, I think you kind of nailed it. Okay. Uh, you've got more than I do. So why don't you go first? All right. Uh, I guess I'll start with the, the longer ones. Do I have more thoughts on? Mm-hmm. My number one is that a class, this is in fact a class I would be teaching at probably some community college, more than likely in the South. Uh, Naming Your Children 101. Um, It's an online class actually, uh, Mm. or it's actually available online. I will be teaching in person as well. And there's, you know, current, there's semester long classmates, but you are allowed to pay per visit if you want to come to the online course. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Basically, it's all parents do is bring in their potential names for their children. And I just I give them a letter grade on the spot. There is no you you, you either got it or you don't. But that's mm-hmm. what the people that are staying for the entire semester are paying for. Like they're kind of getting where I'm filling out. And then, you know, I'm dealing with potential people who are like, oh, you gave this same person a different grade with that name. And I'm like, well, you spelled it stupid or it doesn't line up with how your last name is. You, you know, you get the whole thing. Like let's use our brains here, people. So there's a lot of criteria, right? There's a lot of criteria. The name in a vacuum, but then how it matches with the last name. Yeah. There's, um, I guess that's the main. Th- oh, how you spell it? That that was the other. How, thing how you spell? Yeah, of course. And then any uh, hyphenations or uh, punctuation inside right. the name, like I mean, probably an immediate, at least letter grade drop. Right. Yeah. So, like, if I let me let me start by coming to the first class. Hello, Miss uh, Professor Corn. Yes. My name is Travis Knoll. My wife, Katie, and I just had a beautiful young boy, and we would like to name him Gaquincy Knoll. Gaquincy. Gaquincy, which is G-A apostrophe capital Q-U-I-N-C-Y. Okay. And then is I would would go ahead and ask you. Yeah. uh, Is there significance to the name Quincy in your family? And are you extremely proud of being, like, from Georgia? Is that the reason? Like you, oh, it's you like made GA. The abbreviation. Yeah, you made the postal abbreviation your first. Thing. No, in fact, I I plead the fifth. I have no reason other than it sounded pretty dope 
when I came up with it. Right. And for that, I would give you an F. Mm, okay. Bad name. Yeah. yeah. It's not good. Okay. Well, thank you for schooling me on. What did, yeah, what did you call you're it? You're welcome. Child naming 101? Uh, naming your children 101. Naming your children. Okay. Fantastic. Fantastic class. I would love to take mm-hmm. that. All right. My first one geared toward college freshmen. Pretty simple. This is going to be drinking games 101. Um, which is rules, techniques, and etiquette. Um, So lots to cover here. Beer pong is obviously the the kind of premier drinking game. So some things we'd cover, we'd practice your shooting form so you don't look into your shooting. You'd practice keeping your elbows behind the table because not only do you want not want to be the guy that's always towing the line and like getting close and making people call you on it, you also don't Mad really want to be. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You also don't want to be calling people on elbows, like no, it's unless it's really blatant. Just like let it slide. If it's close, let it slide. Um, we'd learn rule variations, so you'd learn all the you know balls back and fire and death cup and ring of death and all that jazz. island, all yes, that island, all that stuff. So you just there's never any discrepancies and uh, re-rack etiquette. Like, for example, uh, no re-racking on five unless it's dog bone. Right. Which everyone knows. Everybody gets that. Everyone knows that one. The zipper is one of my least favorite re-racks. It's dumb. Uh, if you, if you call for a zipper. zipper, you should leave the party. You should yes, be asked leave the party. Uh, other games. Zip him up in a body bag, more like it. That's right. You should yeah. kill him for suggesting that. <laughs> um, pre-gaming games too you're gonna learn about like just if there's a couple of you getting ready to go to a party what game mm-hmm. should you play so you learn about fuck the dealer learn about king's cup you learn the different rules of king's cup so right. maybe a five comes up is it jive is it drive you need to be able to do both you need to know right. how to do it so just practicing and just preparing for what's ahead i like that that's really smart Noel. Mm-hmm. um is there is there like so when you're getting into the beer, or sorry, beer pong rules or any yeah. other games, you know, like each house has variations. And I sometimes like when people create their own rules specific to certain areas, like maybe you have, if it's near a wall, you have like a spot up on the wall, like double points. If you bounce it off this part or whatever, double cups mm-hmm. or something like that. Is there an, a more advanced course that teaches those rules or is it uh like merit-based in that class, like if you do final project and you kind of bring these to the, the advanced courses is going to the biggest party houses on campus and learning their house rules and ah. becoming perfected, perfected those rules. Okay. That's smart. Yeah. I will say I like also, that. I'd like to point out King's cup. You learn um, what are good categories to suggest and also what are good rules to do for the table because too mm, often King's cup rules are important. Too often people get a rule and say something stupid or get categories and say something stupid. You just have something loaded in the chamber every time. If somebody goes, rules. if somebody goes little green man as their rule off the bat, I'm like, great. You have the personality of a person who thinks the word moist sucks and that you played this game twice before and you just heard that once. Thank you. Yeah. And you just called for a zipper re-rack a few minutes ago. Yeah. On the beer 100%. I assume. Yeah. I assume mm-hmm. you're the same person. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. That's what I got. Go ahead. Well then, no, I like that. I would take that course. Mm. Uh, this is one I wish was offered just when I was getting to college. Okay. Gambling statistics 101. So, mm. or at least intro to gambling is what it'd be called generically. Sure. Um, just tack you, tackle the eventual issue head on. You know, you make it an elective, but if you teach people like how parlays are calculated, how the odds are set, uh, what the odds of Vegas winning are based on those odds, you think you kind of nip a lot of gambling problems in the bud 
Mm. Uh, for people who are like, you know, I can beat the, the thing. And you're like, I get that. You know, you kind of explain to them the actual math of how it works and you make it interesting on their end. And then you can kind of budget out. You can even show them like in the middle of it, like, hey, if you make this much per year and you want to be a recreational gambler, like what is the appropriate limits here? What can you do? And maybe you, you kick the bad people from the habit. That's a really uh, charitable thing. I feel like yeah. that was your, your mindset was to just uh, eliminate problem gamblers. Yeah. Good for Hopefully. you. Good for hey, you. Thanks, man. Yeah. I think it would be an interesting course. I don't think it would sway me. I'm very well aware oh, of how no, bad no. the I odds would, are. It would, not, it would not stop me. No, it, it's okay. That's what I was going to say. It's, it's for people like you and me that get there like, like Vegas can't beat everybody though. Yeah. Right. <laughs> hey, all I know is I've been to Vegas like three times. I'm definitely up. I'm definitely up. So oh, I'm certainly not up. Ah, okay. I'm sorry. To hear that. Mm. Um, yes, I w- I'm in. We're signing up for each other's courses. So I'm in. Yeah, obviously. Our next course, very important to me, simply titled Social Media 101. So ah, here's some ooh. things we're going to cover. Smart, smart. Instagram. Students are taught that just because you and your friends took a photo where you weren't looking at the camera, you are not dysfunctional. That's pretty, that's pretty blatant. Uh-huh. <laughs> Come on. I got a giggle back there. Is that what that was? No, I have. Oh, thumbs down. Okay. Give me a thumbs. Oh, you just don't like that, Captain. Okay. Um, you also, let's see. You are not to refer to anyone as my human or this human or this anything. Mm-hmm. We've gone over these this things, girl. but these are yeah. just... You're teaching how to form an Instagram caption yeah, and what like not to do. Beat it out of you. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Uh, we could also extend to dating profiles, not just Tinder or not just Instagram. You could go Tinder and Hinge and stuff. So, for instance, uh, ladies, unless noted otherwise, guys are going to assume that you do love to laugh. You do not need to tell us that in your Correct. profile. Correct. Um, and also wandering the aisles of Target at 10 p.m. is not considered going on an adventure. So... These are pretty standard things that, again, passion points of ours. And then also TikTok. We can cover TikTok, which I would need to take that course because I, I don't know kind of the, the ways around TikTok. I have to get Yeah, I, I also don't uh, have TikTok downloaded or really have ever been on the app. I just get sent videos sometimes that I have to watch, but uh, yeah. I don't really get it. I think my new my new pet peeve on social media is that uh, is, is the photo shoot where you post like four photos and it's just you in the exact same spot doing like slightly different things. And then you're almost positive that two of the pictures are the exact same picture. Is it not a game? Maybe it's a game. Maybe you have to I don't think it's a game. (laughs) I think I know what you're talking about. I mean, there's very few things that people post that I, that don't annoy me. Mm -hmm. So So that's fair. That's kind of why I like Twitter because it's, it's generally text. It's not uh, it's just text and it's a lot people of trying to be posting. artistic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, speaking of adventures, I totally forgot to tell you this for the pod. Uh, I got this package the other day, the Epic Adventure Maps. Okay. Hadn't gotten any warning from anybody that anything was coming to me. Um, and so I like kind of opened it and I found out what it was. And I didn't, I, guess I didn't think to check that there was like this extra thing on front and there was actually a little card in there. Mm-hmm. But so I had to do like an intro for work the other day. It was just like some fun facts or whatever about myself. And uh, one of them was like, oh, love sports, uh, traveling to games and stuff. My my boss sent me a world or a U.S. map with dots for where all the stadiums oh, are. Oh, sick. Yeah. And you get to put and, if uh, you go there, you get to. Yeah. And, and it came with some pins. Oh, my gosh. So how many do you get? How many do you have? 
Uh, what have we been to four? Seattle, DC, Atlanta, Buffalo. That's it, it, right? Yeah. Uh, I may have been to a Raiders game like a long time ago, but I don't remember, so I don't count it. Because you've been to Raiders games. Yeah, I've probably been to like four more, maybe. Really? Chicago, Cleveland, San Francisco, Oakland. That's probably it. That's probably it. Okay. Very nice. Yeah. Okay. What's your, yeah, cool. what's your next course? My next course uh, is similar to that one, actually. I'm glad that you brought that up. Just pet peeve wise. Mm. Uh, mine is common sense with an emphasis in spatial awareness. <laughs> okay. So it's just, it's just a class basically like you lay out scenarios. Say you're grocery shopping or you're doing anything like that. You like you lay out. So say you're going into this aisle is it smart to stop dead in the middle and then turn your cart a little bit and look at your phone for a minute before reaching for one can and then checking five more Mm. or, or is it smart to bring your entire family into the aisle and just stand there while you all look at one bottle of shampoo? Like, is that the good idea? Stuff like that. Yeah. Maybe I have, I have an answer. Uh, No, I was just going to answer the question. I was going to say, Mr. Noel. No to the first one. Okay. The second one also no. Yeah, this is correct, actually. Okay. Yes. I just want to make sure. Yeah. Um yeah, I know I know that's a big passion point of yours for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh I it bothers me in airports usually because airports are designed so that like you get to the big board where it shows where all the flights are coming in and out. And they're just, just it's easy to just stop and look at it. Yeah. But you still need to be aware that there's people walking right behind you. You don't just stop and turn. Yeah. yeah. Fucking stupid. Yeah. Very dumb. So I feel like we went similar directions with these, just mm-hmm. really trying to fix the, the people that are dumb in the world. Mm-hmm. Okay. My third one is sports viewing and commentary. One Oh one. Ah, interesting. Um, so we're going to cover a decent amount of things here. For example, despite what your dad says, they do play defense in the NBA. True. We'll cover that. We'll cover that. Um, we don't care about your fantasy team. Funny that I bring that up because we're about to spend 15 minutes yeah, talking about our fantasy yeah. team. But if you're sitting, come on. If you're sitting there watching Sunday Night Football, the skins are on, the X skins are on, and I'm cheering for the skins, and Dak Prescott throws a touchdown, and I'm all pissed off, and Graham goes, oh, I'm only- Dak Prescott just got me four points for that touchdown. Fuck you, man. Seriously, fuck you. Have some have some awareness, the group. Yeah. Don't call zipper, re-rack, and don't talk about your fantasy team. Um, one that Katie and I kind of talked about, I'm curious in your opinion, taking it easy on college kids. So, like, not necessarily getting all heated up about how bad that college kid sucks because he's just a college kid. Your thoughts on that? I think it all depends. Size of school. Mm. how big the recruit was like is he a starter there's a lot of factors that go into that okay uh but i think it's trending towards a different direction now because the kids are allowed to get paid that's true they get paid so, and fuck them fuck them kids that's what michael jordan say. said yeah at the very uh, least. last thing i have mentioned here is you can yell at the tv to tell somebody to do something on the tv that is acceptable so like yeah. look at him or whatever but don't do it every play. So like no. I've watched TV where or like we went to a basketball game one time when one of my work friends seemed like every play like, oh, outlet. Oh, hit him. Oh, there he is. 
pass to him. Shoot it. I'm like, shut the hell up. Just let them do it. They can't hear you. That would so, be tough. Yeah, not good. No, no, no. That's a, that's a good one, too. And I think I like to think that I'm pretty selective about the spots that I yell. It's usually, are you fucking kidding me? Or mm. um, I'll let out some. My favorite one is definitely it's kind of sarcastic that kill him mm-hmm. when he's like running. Somebody's running free against the cuns. But yes, the cuns. for the most part, I'm not usually yelling. I do like how casually we say the word cuns now. <laughs> I mean, it's been like three years of doing this. But, yeah. Um, At yes. least. <laughs> Five years. The uh, the kill him is good. I say house it a lot. Like when uh, Dak threw that pick six, I was hype. I was jumping around. Yeah. House it! Take it to the house! <laughs> uh, so, and I also say when the quarterbacks are about to get sacked, to go boom! So, Interesting. Yeah. I'm taking you as a boom guy still. I've become quite the boom guy. Trust me. Yeah, that, that checks out actually. Yeah. <laughs> all right. What else you got? Uh, all right. The next two are near fine. Okay. I'll say that um, this is more of like a real world one. Yeah. Just like a negotiating 101. Mm. I realized that nobody really ever tells you like, oh, you're going to go get a job. This is how you negotiate salary or benefits or anything like that. Or No. You can, I mean, there's, you can negotiate a lot of things like getting a car, doing maybe a house or whatever it is. Nobody tells you that. And you Mm -hmm. just kind of are left to figure it out. That's not great. So maybe just, you know, lend a hand. That's really good. I would love to be able to negotiate. I'm, I'm too much of a pushover. So, oh, me too. I can't do it. Mike, ask for more money. What are you talking about? This business is doing everything they can for me. You guys do not have to pay me this much. I promise. (laughs) I'm like, you guys, I'll still work here. Is this going to hurt our bottom line? I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to put Columbia out of business. I'm yeah. Not... <laughs> Is this company going to go bankrupt if I make 5,000 more? <laughs> 5,000 total. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah exactly. Uh, good. I, I, I wasted, not wasted, but I already used up my three um, bigger ones as well. I just would like to point out things, something that you and I both very into Microsoft Excel. Yeah. I'd like to take just a whole course about tell me everything I can do with Microsoft. Excel. I would love I would to love take it. eat it up. Just give me every possible formula. Let's get into the nitty gritty. I'm trying to nest on nest on nest. Let me build right. some big ass formulas. I mean, granted, these these courses exist. Negotiation courses exist. Excel courses definitely exist. Right. But like I wanted them offered like in a nice brochure when I went to Carroll College. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Trailers. That's more. That's. I guess you're right. It was more college course. Yeah, 101. Yeah. It probably was an Excel course, right? Probably was. Probably was. Yeah. yeah it probably was. Probably was. Yeah. Anyways, last uh, one. This is yeah. This last one is similar to the negotiation thing. It's just future debt calculation. It's ridiculous that when you go to school, they don't sit you down. You're like, you obviously you know what you paid for your first semester. They should be like, all right, this is probably what you're going to come out with on your current major. Like if you went to Carroll and you had no scholarships and you were like, I want to be a teacher. Somebody should have been like, that's pretty fucking stupid. You're probably going to make $40,000 a year. Right. You're going to come out of Carroll with a hundred thousand in debt. You can't do that. Mm. Yeah. I will say this feels like a sentence more than a course, but I agree that it should be taught. Yes, that's fair. <laughs> like, that's fair. how long would it take? Unless it took somebody to cycle through all the... Well, not just your college debt. I think there's other things. It's, okay, it's, it's just, just like financial a life, life planning. budgeting, financial planning. Kind of I stuff. don't think anybody has financial planning courses. I think we should start that. Fuck you. 
<laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. It was what we talked about. These are existing yeah, things. Bro. We mean. think they should be 101 rookie show courses. It should be rookie, well, rookie 101 rookie show courses. Excuse me. That is all I have. Anything else? That is it for me as well. Okay. Let us know uh, what other courses you'd like to take at rookie show. You RSU. US, U, URS? USSR. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Before we get to our picks, (laughs) we did want to do what you've all been clamoring for. And that is let's go, baby. Talk about our fantasy football teams. I know you guys are dying to hear about it. Let's talk about fantasy. I'd be willing to bet. Talk about you and me. Half of our listeners are in fantasy leagues with us. So maybe it's more enticing to them. That's fair. That's fair. But, uh, Coin, just briefly tell the listeners how your fantasy football teams did. Did they make the playoffs? And and some awards. We'd like to give out some awards for fantasy football. Yeah. So do you want me to go how I did and then we split up to awards after? Um, I've kind of got it like roped into. Intertwined. I've got three different leagues. So I got comment, award, comment, award, comment, mm, award. Okay. I've just got three awards. Oh. Mine are all for players. So I didn't do that. I have, two, I have two players and one owner. Okay. awards yeah fair i wonder who the owner is um <laughs> so i uh, i'm in three leagues like you are huh? uh two and one so made the playoffs in two one is the one seed our Congrats. college league which i was on an absolute tear uh ended up not being able to there was i had a chance to do a clean sweep of the entire league for the mm. last nine weeks of the season unfortunately ran into a bit of a buzzsaw and i wasn't paying attention and did not start Dalvin cook yeah that's on me, me. yeah yeah, well, sorry. I mean, didn't you sorry. make the playoffs though? I did, I did, yeah, barely, okay. but yeah. Uh, made it in work league or a call, yeah, work league, and then this is the real, the real biter is mm-hmm. this uh, our our league where there's two separate leagues combined. It's two 12 team leagues, and one is the A, one is the B. You get relegated if you don't make the playoffs. Uh, I was two and five at one point. Went on a four game winning streak. Six and five. All I needed to do basically was win one of the last three games of the season, which I didn't know going into the end of those weeks. But so three weeks ago, I lost by 0.1. Pretty brutal. Yeah. Two weeks ago, I lost by three. Mm-hmm. And then this week, uh, when I just needed to win, just win and I'm in, I play the number one team in our league. Yeah. And then the other guy that I needed to lose played a guy who started three players and he still only won by 20 points. So congratulations, Riley on your well-deserved victory. That's Um, rough. That's about as bad a missing playoff story as, as you can come back. Yeah. I I mean, there's definitely arguments made. Like I was looking at the max possible points for and points, uh, points scored. Mm. And I definitely missed on quite a few. Mm. Yeah. So that was tough. You could have owned uh, better. Could have owned better. But this is all to say it's impossible not to blame myself because I give the number one award to the you've got the wrong guy award because of me. I drafted Robert Woods in every single league instead Mm. of Cooper cup because I was so confident in the Rams offense. So you've got the wrong guy award to Robert Woods. It's a really good award. Yeah. I'm I can't believe Cooper cup. It's absurd. The numbers he's putting up. He's unstoppable. He's scored under 10 one time this season. Yeah. The rest of them are like 20 point games. Yeah. Uh, next one is the Kevin White Glass Bones Award. Um, 
this of course goes to Christian McCaffrey, which has been, you know, this kind of the story of his last two years in fantasy. This guy, when he's on the field, unstoppable in fantasy. Mm-hmm. He's unquestionably the number one player in the league, but guy's got glass bones. I don't know what happened. I feel like he made it like five years without getting hurt and then two years yeah. in a row. Um, yeah, I could butt in real quick and let you know that I uh, had the number one pick in two of my leagues and I took mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey in both of those leagues. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, those are the two of the leagues I made the playoffs in. But anyway, continue. Impossible. Um, and my last award is the, oh, brother, this guy stinks award. <laughs> and that goes to Mike Davis. Mm. He was being drafted as uh, RB22 and the 52nd overall player. He's currently RB40 in standard leagues and mm. essentially unplayable for the Falcons. So, mm. wow. Sorry wow. to anybody who wasted their draft pick on him. He looks like he has no idea what to do with the ball. Mike Davis, if you're a listener and we just lost you as a listener, then good riddance. Good riddance. We don't need you. We have 100 get, episodes, bro. Get, get on Try your... getting 100 yards in a game. Fucking pwned. Bitch. All right. Thank you. Any further analysis fantasy wise? Uh, just that it's all bullshit. And I've been bitching about it for multiple weeks in a row. I just have to get, I'm pretty sure he doesn't listen. Does not matter anyways. This guy in my league, the fir- first dude, I think I sent you his thing. <laughs> he is the second fewest points scored in our league. And he went like nine and five somehow over yeah. the last he was six and three in games. He scored under a hundred points and mm-hmm. five of those are in the last like six weeks. And he was like five and zero oh in those games. It was absolutely infuriating while I was scraping out. Like I was basically top four in scoring for the last eight weeks in fantasy. Like each week I was top four, if not the top score, mm-hmm. it was like four and four. I'd say it's simultaneously why fantasy football sucks, but is also awesome. Mm-hmm. Is that it is just total crapshoot. Anybody can you can prepare I do all like you want. that. Did you hear about the switch we're moving next year? The switch, I forget. Tell me. The score we're gonna do since there's 12 of us, there's 14 weeks. Yeah. We're doing you play 11 games, and then there's three weeks where it's just highest six win. Highest six scores of the week, get a yep. win. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good rule. It's mm-hmm. a good rule. Um, I I hesitate to go any farther than that because people will play in leagues where it's literally every single week that's what it is. The no, top six stupid. highest it's scores. Matchups should matter. If you want, if you want it to be fair, and you want the best teams to go to the playoffs, stuff, sure. But the head-to-head aspect is what makes fantasy football great. It's why it's better than fantasy baseball and fantasy basketball because it's really hard to do head-to-head in other sports. Football, it's yeah. once a week. You play one guy, you win or you lose. That's why it's awesome. yeah. All right, I'll try to keep this short. Uh, I'm in also. I was in three leagues also. I've got my Vegas draft, 15 year long league which I missed the playoffs for the second straight year. I really suck. But the uh, it is a keeper league, and I did trade for Justin Jefferson this year. So having him as a keeper, nice, nice consolation. So first award I'm giving out, the Good Luck Chuck Award, is going to go to Marquise Hollywood Brown. And ah. Here's why. Um, he did give me one of the most exciting fantasy football wins I've ever had when they had that Monday night game and he scored a bunch of points and I won mm-hmm. and therefore his value over the first like five or six weeks, he was killing it. His value is what got me enough trade value to get Justin Jefferson. Then he came back down to earth. So thank you Marquise for balling out. So I could go get somebody better than you. Love that. Great name. Award, by the way, thank you. Appreciate it. Next. I got the league that you mentioned our Carroll college league where you are the one seed. I am the reigning champ. Rookie Show Pod fans, you might remember 
coin and old played in the title game last year, and I did beat out coin. Let it be known again. I have never won. I've never won a fantasy league. Not let this it, league. I've never won a league. Let it be known. Coin is the number one overall seed. I am the last seed, the sixth seed in the playoffs. We're on opposite sides of the bracket. So not even just like not a not a fluky number one seed. I have the most points scored yeah. and most points against. Like, best, best, to do. Team. best team for sure. Yeah. Um, I did lose McCaffrey. He was my top overall choice. My award for this league, I'm gonna give the squashed beef award. And that goes to Mark Andrews, a guy ah. who I <laughs> advocated against very heavily a couple of years ago for him going under on his touchdowns. Yeah. Yep. But I did take him this year, and he's currently the number one tight end in fantasy. He passed sure up is. Kelsey, passed up everybody. Yep. Thank you, Mark. Lastly, the league you talked about, the sleeper league, the premier league, the relegating league, whatever you call it. I'm in the B league. You were in the A league. Yep. So I was scrounging to get top six so that next year I can be in the A league. Just worth noting, two of my top three picks were Christian McCaffrey and Calvin Ridley. So that's been that kind of year. Um, I just want to go over this list with you because I waited on quarterbacks, and this is a two-quarterback league, and I'm going to give you the full list of quarterbacks that I have started. Okay? This yeah. is true. Here's the full list. I'm starting with basically the best to worst, so keep that in mind. <laughs> Jameis Winston, Tua Tagovailoa, Daniel Jones, Zach Wilson, Taysom Hill, shouts, Sam Darnold, Gardner Minshew, Jordan Love, Mason Rudolph, PJ Walker, and Tim Boyle. All of those guys started for my team, which is in the damn playoffs Jesus, this year. Dude. Yeah. Good, good team, right? Um, and which leads me to this one. This award, I don't know where this name came from. I'm calling it the Escape from Bitch Mountain Award. Mm. Um, I'm calling the B-League Bitch Mountain. It's like I Witch like Mountain. that, actually. Yeah. yeah. So, it's the rock movie, right? It is the rock movie. Shouts, yes. Dwayne Johnson. In uh, Dakota Fanning? That sounds right. Or is that yeah. the Tooth Fairy or the football one? I'm not sure. I think it <laughs> is Dakota Fanning. Wait, those are the same. Is the Tooth Fairy also the football one? I'm not sure. All yeah, right. the Tooth Fairy. Wait, no, 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 no. Grid, that's, the game, that's the game plan. The game plan is the football. Wait, were you joking? I couldn't Grid, tell. Gridiron gang. <laughs> How many football ones is he in? All right. Uh, at least two. I think we did this during the, the spooky monster draft. We did the rock movie thing. All right, hold on. The award goes to, shout out to Adam Featherston, who is another owner in the league. I needed him to win in order for me to make the playoffs. He went into Sunday night down by 81 points, 81 points. Yep. Basically had four guys left. He basically needed all four of the guys to get 25 or more points for him to have a chance. And he did Rogers Stafford cup, James Connor all killed it. Pulled off the, the comeback of the century vaulted me into the a league. So yeah. shouts. It was incredible. Out. Yeah, it was incredible. Good work. Uh, it was Anna Sophia Robb. Right, I know who that is. The girl from uh, Bridge to Terabithia, <laughs> who is also not Dakota. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, it was this guy. It was this guy's face. It was the Rock Alexander in Lundgren. Bridge to Terabithia. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. It was a Rock under the Bridge to Terabithia. Yeah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> 
All right. Uh, so that'll do it for our fantasy football right, recap. Shouts, which... shouts, Adam. Congratulations, man. I'm really happy for you. Thank you for getting Noel out of the B League. Yes. Didn't want I'm... to share a league with him. Coin is taking. Wait, Coin is taking one of our places in the B League next yep. year. So okay. Okay, Coin. It is now time for week 15 cool. of the Bookie Show. The Bookie Show. Coin, I have some bad news for you. Yeah. You went 0-5 in week 14. Again. Again. Uh, roughly. Wow, the mighty have fallen. It, it reflects my normal gambling because I am fucking cold right now. <laughs> and even more worse news, when it comes to overall record, you have been passed. It is now, you were 29-36. and 36. I think at one point you were like 10 games up. Now you're yeah. seven games back. You mm-hmm. are still, however, $85 in the positive. So you're, you're winning that battle for sure. Noel, relatively hot, went four and one last week. Damn, and the you? one was our teaser night football. So my picks were four and up. And I did want the over on the Steelers game. Anyway, my record is 31, 35, and one, creeping back to 500. But I am down $77. So mm-hmm. you are still mm-hmm. clearly the winner right now. And we are combined plus $8. Let's go. Let's go. Hashtag teaser night football. We're seven and six. We could not be this week, though. Okay, we could not be more mediocre at uh, seven and six here at minus one twenty bets. We've got the Chiefs minus three at the Chargers over under fifty one and a half. Coin your thoughts. You're throwing your hands Um, up. uh, I actually do think that we the the smart bet is Chargers plus nine and. I don't think I'm going to be betting the under in a Herbert Mahomes game. I get that the Chiefs D has been better lately. I just don't think it's it's no fun to bet under 58 in Mahomes Herbert game. So yeah, yeah, you don't you don't go over. Man, it's tough. The Chiefs are starting to. We've been saying on the pod for about five weeks. Oh, Mahomes doesn't look quite right. The Chiefs don't look quite right. They looked pretty right last week. Put up like 40 points and. That's Kelsey and Hill didn't even score. I mean, right. they're looking pretty good. I would have leaned Chiefs plus three, but. Okay. Here's the thing. Chargers already beat the Chiefs, right? Are they going to sweep like, them? They like dominated the Chiefs, didn't they? Are they sweeping them? The Chiefs are a different team right now. I'm not saying they're going to sweep them. Okay. they're going to cover nine points. Well, if they're not going to sweep them, then they're not going to cover. The Chiefs are going to cover three points. So you think it's more likely that the Chargers win outright? Sorry, the Chargers win by four and the Chiefs win by 10. Yes. Okay. Okay. I'll tell you what. Hey, you know what? I I messed us up last week. Why don't you take this one? I'll tell you what. You're still in the lead. You're still the the better gambler this year. So we're going to go with the Chargers. We're going to go with Chargers plus nine over 45 and a half. And, uh, and... There's no totasos on the rookie show. Okay, that's true. No totasos. But yeah, if the Chargers dominate the Chiefs, yep, then I'll just have a little more sway next week on teasing my football. That's all. Um, so you mean Chargers, the other way around. I forget. What did I just say? If the Chargers dominate the Chiefs, yeah, same thing. Yeah. No. No, I'm saying if the Chiefs dominate the Chargers, then right? I was and now right. you said it, you said it wrong. Oh, I see. Got it. Thank you for clarifying. You're welcome. All right, Coin, give me your first pick. Get back My on My first track. bet. Noel, this is getting me back on track. I'm going to be betting against probably the hottest team in the league. Let's take the Colts minus two and a half 
over the New England Patriots for my first pick. Holy Santa Claus shit. Just, just hear me out for a second. Here's my first pick. I'm splitting it into two. Okay. okay. First is a teaser on the Colts and the over in that game. So I'm going Colts plus four over 40. That's going to be it. 10. Uh, sorry. That's going to be, uh, yeah, $10 at minus 120. Sorry, hold on. $12 at minus 120. Right. The other half of the bet is going to be a parlay on the Colts ah. and, and the over. $10 Colts, sorry, Colts money line over 46 at plus 245. And here's why. I will be in attendance at said game. You going to Indy? I'm going to Indy. Saturday stadium, night football. Stadium nine? Saturday night football. Oh, We're driving awesome. down. Katie's uh, maid of honor, Lauren, is uh, living in Indiana right now. She she is a Pats fan and said they were going to go to the game. Would you guys want to drive down and go with us? I knew I didn't like her. And we said yes. I think she's a Pats fan. Or maybe she's a Tom Brady fan or something. I don't know. Maybe she's rooting for the Colts. I don't really know. Lame. Irregardless, I will be there. I will be cheering hard for your Colts. So oh, yeah. we've go Colts. got it a lot of different ways now. Minus two. We've got money line. We got plus four. So he'll tear our heart out. But there you go. Mm -hmm. No doubt. Good pick. What else you got? Thank you. You as well. My next one is a parlay. Money line parlay. Okay. I will be taking the Green Bay Packers, the Miami Dolphins, and the Arizona Cardinals. And this money line parlay is, in fact, even. So the Packers are playing the Ravens. A little bit of a scary game. Possibly a banged up Lamar. Right? Yeah, Ravens kind of stink now. Yeah, Ravens, not that good. Uh, Packers are good. So I'll take them. Dolphins are playing the Jets. The Jets fucking suck. True. They're so bad. And they are. I think that the Dolphins' defense is actually pretty good. It is. And the last one is the Arizona Cardinals, who I believe are playing the. Somebody, but. Yeah, somebody uh, really bad. Lions. Lions. The Cardinals Lions. are playing the Lions. Yep. Um, I don't even want to explain that one. The yeah. lines are terrible. Um, no, worth noting that you had a nice three-team money line parlay that you threw in the under in the Broncos-Lions game to fuck it up last week. If that I just was... picked fucking Broncos, that'd have been good. It would have been good, but it was yeah. not good. It was not good. Uh, can't argue against that, of course. So, all right, here's one that may intrigue you. Let's take Bills minus ten. We've been riding the Bills to our demise for about five weeks. Um, they've bills, just bills, 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 lost bills. and not covered and looked like trash, but they may they they they're have sparks. And the Panthers are really bad. And they're talking about splitting time between Cam and, and Walker. It's just a mess in Carolina. So if the Bills can't get right and blow out the Panthers, then the Bills mm-hmm. just they're done. I, if they can't win convincingly this week. I have zero faith in the Bills going forward. Do you know Cam's record in the last 12 games as a Panther? I do, but please tell the listeners. It is, in fact, 0-12. He has not won. It's really bad. It's really <laughs> bad. Yeah, he sucks. He sucks. Um, all right. The next one, Noel, as is tradition, I will be bringing you a prop, which unfortunately did not hit last week, that uh, Dak passing yards, Gibson rushing yards. Antonio Gibson cannot decide if he wants to be good or not. It's infuriating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he just had like a normal week this week. That would have been cool. But uh, whatever. I digress. Mm-hmm. This one is Matthew Stafford, Russell Wilson, 
each to have over 1.5 passing touchdowns and all do you know the odds i'm gonna go with minus 110 plus 170 mm, sign me up yeah sign awesome. me up please yeah i'm very interested in it no. okay at least 500 bucks yeah oh man i love your we should look back at we got to be like what do we like four and two on these or something yeah like that? something like that pretty definitely yeah like definitely yeah yeah definitely have money okay good pick i've got a funky one for you here just a gut one uh steelers titans will go to overtime ah love this plus bet. 850 I love Just this bet. Feels like a funky game. That's all I give, have. To give say. me in. I want right. it. You want that's it? Great. Let's do that's it. That's a great bet. Thank you. I appreciate it. Fantastic. <laughs> all right. Now it is time for the Toto underdog picks with the Wizards of Oz. Toto? I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. We're off to see the Wizards, the wonderful Wizards of Oz. Well done. Did that get really loud? No, I just, it was a, it, it snuck in, you know, you had a nice. Did you hear me? Yeah. 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 All right. Coin. I am also creeping, creeping, creeping. It is six to four. You got to creep, creep. We've been quoting other guys at work a lot lately. It is six to four coin. You are eight and five picking uh, underdogs to win straight up nine and four against the spread. I am Oz, the great and powerful. I am six, six, and one. I am currently 500, eight and five against the spread. Pretty impressive. We are off a bit. What was I? Was I like eight and one at one point? You've lost two in a row, at least. I want to say you were like seven and one, and then you went like eight and two, and now you're like eight and five, something like that. That's tough. You you went with the Broncos over the Chiefs in prime time. That was a that was a heat check move that maybe derailed you a little bit. It was a heat check. It was a heat check. Um, I don't but think we there was that many not very many underdogs one last week, right? I don't think so. Yeah, I think there was a lot. Well, like for instance, I had the three team teaser of Chargers, Packers, whoever else, and they all covered like double digit spreads. I should have just parlayed them. Like there was a lot of big favorites that covered last. Yeah, exactly. Um, but pretty good. We are 14, 11 and one, just picking underdogs to win. That's plus money. That's very you're good. good. Incredibly yeah. good. You're probably at least up two to one on the year. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think it's you first. Me first this week. Great. I'm going to, I didn't love the slate overall. Underdogs yeah. were a little tough this week. Me neither. I'm going to be taking a kind of easier one, if you will. Uh, I know that they just had kind of a heartbreaking loss, and they've uh, definitely looked like they've been in shambles recently. I think that the pick this week is Bengals over Broncos in Denver, uh, plus two, and it's plus 110. That was also my top choice. I assumed that was high on your list as well. Okay. Which leaves me with two ugly ones. Here's what I'm going to do for you here. Bears plus three and a half on Monday Night Football. They're going to beat Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins sucks in Monday Night Football. It's fact. It is It is lore. It is gospel. Kirk Cousins yep. sucks on Monday Night. Fields, he's going to be good. He's going to be good. Nagy needs to go. They need a lot of pieces. The Bears do. But Fields has got some stuff. And yeah. clearly they've got some uh, special teamers and things. Granted, the Packers are just too much. 
for the Bears. Uh, but I don't know. That's my that's my bet. You don't like why it? do the why do the Bears get to play Sunday night football and then Monday night football? That's ridiculous. This I team fucking know. sucks. They're terrible. The schedule the schedule. I, I have a lot of beef with the schedule as a Skins fan. Ugh. They really at least I mean up. this is the the best game of the week is this Thursday game. It's crazy. I know. I know the the the. Well, I guess it's not on Amazon right now. It's just on Fox now. But whoever the Thursday night football folks, they got a good one. Okay. Uh, um, not a bad pick, no. I'm into it. Oh, I don't even know. Let me hold on. Hold on. Wait. They are plus plus one sixty-five. Good odds, and all. Plus if they win, you win. If they win, I win. Okay. That has been week fifteen of the Bookie Show. All right, what time is it now? It is 10.33. It's like it's time for another round of the... uh, Brought to you by the show with Colby Schmolders. That is right, everybody. It's time for Stump Town, the fun game where I try to stump coin with some fun trivia. We're just doing fun stuff. Fun. Um, Only fun. Coin, we have reached the point in the NFL season where teams are being mathematically eliminated from playoff contention, and they're often left with the difficult decision. Stay the course or blow it up. This season, the league has many coaches on the hot seat in various different circumstances. For example, guys like Matt Rule and Joe Judge were brought in to rejuvenate flailing franchises, but they've yet to find success in the NFL. Vic Fangio and Mike Zimmer, they've had some decent teams for a few years, but they can't seem to get over the hump. After a hugely successful career in Seattle, Pete Carroll finds his future a bit uncertain. And then you've got Nagy, who's always on the hot seat. Then you got Urban Meyer, who's just a complete and utter disaster. Yeah, that guy sucks. So, which team is going to fold and fire their head coach? Since 2010, there are seven NFL teams that have fired four or more head coaches. The Browns have fired six coaches. The Raiders have fired five. The Broncos, Jags, 49ers, Bucks, and Titans have each fired four. So between those seven teams, I can give them to you again. There are a total of 28 coaches among those seven teams for the past 10 years that have been fired. Okay. And note that there are three guys on this list who have been fired from two of those teams. That's insane. Yeah. Um, I need you to name seven. Oh, fuck, I suck at coaches. Seven of the 28 fired coaches from these teams. Now, I, I would suggest, because I think you could get one from each. Like, I, I don't, you should get hung up. So I would suggest going through each team, trying to get one or whatever. So I'll tell you the teams again. And if you get one of the guys that's been fired twice, you get two points. Okay. Okay. So. Again, Browns, Raiders, Jags, 49ers, Bucks, and Titans. So however you want to Wait, do it, if you want to start say, with say that again. Browns, 49ers. Okay. Uh Fisher. Jeff Fisher. Jeff Fisher in 2010 barely made the cut there. But nice. yes, Jeff first year was fired by the Titans. Yep. So you got one with the Titans. Jim Caldwell. Uh no. Oh, not the Lions? Lions aren't even on the list, so that was a oh, bad sorry. Uh, 
49ers, Broncos, Browns, Bucks. So whatever. Go with 49ers. 49ers, Broncos, Browns, Bucks, Jags, Raiders. Mike Shanahan? No, incorrect. Uh, he wasn't fired from the Broncos? Damn it. He was on the uh, skins in 2010, I think. Jags. I'm going to say Rex Ryan. No, Rex Ryan Fuck did not me. coach any of these teams. Uh, all right, give me the give me a, give me a team again. 49ers. Go with the 49ers. Okay, I need some hints. Okay, uh, coaches. The 49ers one. His brother currently coaches in the NFL. Oh Jesus, Harbaugh. That is correct, Jim Harbaugh. Okay, uh, give me another team. Okay, Bronco. Well, Broncos is a little harder. Let's go with Browns. Is Fangio is Fangio currently the coach of the Broncos? He is currently the coach for the Broncos. Yes, Romeo Cornell. No, not too early. Okay, never mind. I was just joking. Uh, <clears throat> I'll give you a few more strikes. Tom Cable. Yes. Yeah, let's go. 2010, Tom Cable was fired. Fuck yeah. I'd be willing to bet you could get another one. Well, okay. So Gr- does one. Gruden count? <laughs> Gruden does count. Yes. Okay. Nice. So you got Gruden, Fisher, Cable, Harbaugh. and Harbaugh. So you need three more. No. All right. I'm done. All right. I'm going to go down the list. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. 49ers. Here's one. Maybe forgotten. Chip Kelly. Uh, Also, Mike Singletary and Jim Tom Sula were fired by the 49ers. Ones that you, I thought you might get. Broncos, a couple years ago, Vance Joseph, uh, Gary Kubiak, John Fox, Josh McDaniels. Um, Browns. Should have gotten Fox. Yeah. He won the Super Bowl, I think, with, with Peyton. Yeah. Um, Browns, Hugh Jackson was a big uh, clown in the media. Also, I had that before, right? When you started reading the question, then I immediately switched it to uh, Jim Caldwell. I don't know why. I did mm, that. Gotcha. Uh, both bald black guys. So maybe that's yeah. Right. Uh, Freddie Kitchens also was a big one. Ah, that's he, right. He was a big fat guy. Hugh Jackson was fired by both the Browns and Raiders. Yep. Um, then other Browns guy. Pat Shermer, Rob Chudzinski, Mike Pettin, Eric Mangini. But Mangini, those were, yeah. Those were uh, Mangini sucks. Yeah, he was 2010. Um, Bucks, you got Dirk Cutter. He was a Falcons guy. Yeah. Lovey Smith. Uh, th- another one. Oh. Um, was it starts with an R? Raheem. Raheem most not not Moster. Uh Raheem Morris. <laughs> Morris, Morris. Yep. Yeah. Raheem Morris. Also a Falcons coach. And Greg Schiano. Um Jags, you got Jack Del Rio, who is currently the defense coordinator for the Skins. He was fired by the Jags and the Raiders, so he's the double. Mike JDR. Malarkey, yeah, JDR. Mike Malarkey was fired by a couple teams. Mm-hmm. Doug Marone last year got fired by the Jags and mm-hmm. Gus Bradley. Then for the uh, Titans, I should have gotten probably all of the Jags guys. Honestly, that sucks. I thought you could get Hugh Jackson, which would have got you too. That was kind of what I was counting on. So yeah, Titans, you got Ken Wisenhunt and Mike Munchak. I think that's everybody. So, there you go. It was really hard. That was a really good stump town, Noel. I, uh, my brain is really slow today. I don't know. It's what's okay. Going on. Sometimes I just don't have it. It's hard. Uh, it's hard when you're making these questions to know like how many is is hard and how many is easy because mm-hmm. you got the, all the information in front of you. You're like, oh, I know that name. Yeah. Uh, then it's a lot yeah. harder to think of. It. Exactly. Okay, that has been another episode of Stump Town. I got stumped. Mm. <laughs> Should be like a recorded thing. I got stumped. It's like Nick Kroll saying it.
<laughs> yeah, it's like uh, Crazy Ira and the douche. Hang <laughs> out, stand. The douche. The douche. Stole. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for another episode of the Rookie Show. Rookie Show 101. Mm-hmm. Um, you can follow us at Rookie Show Pod on Twitter and Instagram. You can. Coin, where could they follow you? You can follow me at King Coin on both Instagram and Twitter. You can follow me at Decream Fillin on Twitter. You can follow me at C Travis Noel on Instagram. The C, mm-hmm. of course, stands for cable. Cable Travis Noel. That's right. It's my name. You have cable? Uh, we do because it comes free with our building. Nice. Otherwise, nice, we wouldn't. Yeah. We did not at our last building. So nice. But it's nice to have Xfinity. Shouts Xfinity. Shouts Xfinity, of course. Okay, then who is gonna play us out? Play us out, Jim. Jimmy, uh, Jimmy um, Eat World. Play us out, Jimmy. Eat Jimmy World. Eat World. Play us out. Wow, great job, great save. Yeah, you saved us there. Okay, see you later. Hey, ready.